From the company that brought you Rocket Mortgage comes Rocket Pro Insight, the innovative product designed to give real estate agents control like never before. With Rocket Pro Insight, agents have full visibility into the loan status of each of their clients, so agents can stay informed on their clients' activity throughout the process and help them compete against other buyers with a verified approval. Plus, agents have the power to adjust a client's approval letter amount in real time. With the document upload feature, Rocket Pro Insight gives real estate agents the freedom to check a client's progress from anywhere at any time. They'll be able to send files on their client's behalf so they don't have to let paperwork hold up the process. That means agents can help their clients clear mortgage roadblocks and close on time. Sign up today at rocketpro.com slash real estate and take your real estate business to new heights. Call for terms and details. Equal housing lender. Licensed in 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Verified approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey, beautiful people. If you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions, follow me on Instagram at Blue Hazel, B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. Let me know what's up. I cannot wait to hear from you. Welcome to Girl, We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. We all need a sister. And I say this because it's so true. You need a sister. You need a best friend. You need somebody that you can lean on. When times are getting tough, talk to your sister. Be there for your sister. Be an ear for your sister. Guys, we're all sisters here. Embrace sisterhood. Trust me, you'll never be sorry for loving your sisters. Guys, I'm so excited right now because you're about to be my bestie, my CC, my CC, Camille Robinson. She is an actor, she's a model, she's an entrepreneur, and she is my right hand. I cannot wait to hear our story. We talk about our breakups, divorces, suicidal thoughts, being a Christian, and honestly, our sisterhood, the ups and the downs. And we're going to keep it super real, super honest. Yo, you're about to be my bestie right now. I'm so excited. I gotta tell you guys why I'm so in love with Gold Peak Tea. It's home brewed. The taste of Gold Peak Grill Brew Tea, it just gives me that comforting feeling of home. You know it's my favorite. There's nothing like it. Honestly, it's so delicious. Whenever I'm drinking it, I'm back in Massachusetts. I'm back with my family. I'm back with my friends. We always had tea in the fridge. Maybe it's a New England thing. You know, it just makes you feel at home. When you drink tea, it just makes you feel at ease. It's peaceful. Gold Peak Grill Brewed Tea. It's available in a variety of sizes in 14 different flavors. Whether it's time for lunch, dinner, or just a quick snack with Graham, the home-brewed taste of Gold Peak Iced Tea makes every meal more refreshing and so delicious. I'm telling you guys, I'm always back in Massachusetts when I'm drinking this. It's perfectly crafted with ingredients like pure filtered water, mountain-grown tea, and just the right balance of sweetness. It's the real brewed taste that always makes you feel right at home. With ice-cold Gold Peak Grill Brewed Tea, the comforts of home are never far away. You can find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Gold Peak Grill Brewed Tea, the taste that always brings you home. Now back to Girl, we got this with Letitia Lee. Sister, 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 I have <laughs> my sister with me on the motherfucking podcast right now. Girl, we got this. Let me introduce you to my bestie, Camille Robinson. Everybody give a round of applause. Cece, what up? Hey! What's up, my tea? Hey, you know, when I said Camille Robinson's going to be on the podcast, my producer Steve was like, is that the girl's voice? That's the intro to Girl, We Got This. And I said, mm-hmm, sure damn is. 
So, that's me. Yeah. So everybody. My sister. Yeah. That's exactly how it sounds too. So I just thought it was a great idea to introduce some of my sisters to, you know, our listeners, because I think, you know, girl, we got this. I got a lot of all of this because of you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of my ups and downs are because the only way I get through this shit is because of you a lot of the times. Yeah. So I want the world to know who Camille Robinson is. First of all, she is a model. She's an actress and she's an entrepreneur. So mm-hmm. shout out to you, Cece. And she's my best friend. I mean, I think that's the biggest job. You're my best friend, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a big job, y'all. It's a big job. No applications <laughs> needed, though, but it's a big job. <laughs> yeah, Cece's not with new applications, actually. No, nope, I'm not. I'm returning to Cinder. Like, you don't even get a pink slip. Do not apply. She don't need you. Sorry. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> she's not joking either. That's the irony of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Loki, I'll be the same way though. When she has new friends that I don't know about, I'm like, yo, who is this girl? <laughs> really? She is. Right? Mm-hmm. But then I warm up because, like, we're all sisters at the end of the day, right? Yep, but she doesn't need more best friends, guys. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, CC. So I want to tell the world how we met. Okay. Because I think this is so funny because, you know, we met because of my college ex boyfriend. So shout mm-hmm. out to exes that leave great things in your life. Because they always do. I mean, right? Yep, they do. Look, you got me. What? I did get you. So I met Camille. I was I graduated college, what, in 10? I, I probably met you in, what, 2011 when I moved to Georgia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2011. So, that sounds about right. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Around 2011, right? Yeah. So she knew my ex. Let's call him Billy. Billy. Yeah. She knew Billy. <laughs> And I'll never forget, I was moving to Georgia and Billy was like, you should meet my my girlfriend from school. You know, she's really Christian. And I'm like, what? She's super (laughs) Christian. I was like, all right, cool. Like, she loves Jesus. I love Jesus, too. But, uh, you know, we'll see. And then he was like, but she's an actor model. Like, she can help you. You know, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, I would love to meet her. So how did we first meet? Was it with the dog that you babysit the dog or did we meet up to grab lunch first? No. So how we first met and the same thing. So like he told her, Billy told her, I'm like a Christian girl. And I knew her to be like, okay, this is this free spirited. Like I'm going to have a good time on Miami girl. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. You know, That's me. <laughs> um, but we met, um, like it was like five o'clock in the morning, Christmas season oh, yes. in the car headed to the airport. Yes. That's how we first met. Yes. You dropped us off. And then we couldn't... no, did. Oh. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, Billy, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Code names. <laughs> so they dropped us off. Yeah. So we were all in the car, like, because they would always take me to the airport. Those mm-hmm. like my three homeboys who took me to the airport because I didn't know anybody up here in Atlanta. And so I had to get to the airport. Y'all had to get to the airport. So one of our friends dropped us off. Well, he's still my friend. I feel like I could say his name. Yeah. Um, and dropped us off. Your dog was in the car. And when you guys go to check in, your dog is not able to check in. Yes. And I was like, I will sit with the dog until Billy's friend comes back um, and hold him. And then my flight was later. And when you got back after Christmas break, we met up for lunch. Yes. That's how it happened. Yes. I remember that. And you would always go check up on Dallas, our dog. I was so scared. And you were so scared. I was like, really, bro? (laughs) This chick is really scared. And she got a Rottweiler, by the way, people. So why is she scared of my little Dallas? I was so no. confused. Guys, Dallas is a pit bull. You hear the stories about pit bulls, okay? So See, here I'm you like, go, judging uh-uh. dogs. Don't judge you my know? damn dog. 
yo, I just saw literally on the news just now the dog who attacked little six year old boy while you playing. Like I'm judging dog. It wasn't a pit okay? bull though, was it? I don't know. Exactly. But... It wasn't. So fall back, Jack. Okay. Well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's how we became friends, really. So we were in Atlanta, hung out a couple times, and Cece mm-hmm. was the best. Like, her spirit, her light, and it was just easy. Um, but there was a moment in time where we became super close, and it was because yeah. of a breakup. <laughs> Yeah. So so you you broke up with him and then he broke up with me as a friend. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how it happened. So Billy and I broke up. It wasn't the best breakup either on the low. Um, Camille was with me through it all. And I was moving out of Billy's house and I was like, yo, like, do you mind if I come and crash with you until like I find a new place to live? Because I didn't want it to be with Billy. So mm-hmm. Cece was like, yeah, come stay with me. So I literally sleep, slept on her couch for what, like a month or two? Yeah. And I used to just look at her. She was so cool, so, you know, fun and calm. And we, like, clicked. And her head, y'all, I have to tell this story because I always (laughs) remember this. Every time I came out of the room, like, in the morning, her head would be off the couch. Like, she had all this hair and her head's off. And I used to stare at her like, is her blood going to her head? Like, is she alive? Because, like, why is her head off the couch? I still remember that. I don't know why. Oh, my God. I'm like, what? Mind you, I'm probably, like, 24, 23 turning 24. So I'm partying. I just broke up with my college boyfriend. I'm finally free. Mm-hmm. So I'm out in these streets. Camille is still her Christian faith-based self. I'll never forget. Like, I would come home late. In Atlanta, I mean, we'd go party, and then we hit the strip club because that was a thing. Like, it was normal. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd go out, we hit the strip, maybe grab some food at Waffle House, then I'd go home. So I would come home, like, maybe some nights, like, 530. You know, I was living my best life. And then yep. I would hear the Bible pages, like, flipping. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. She's literally reading. And I would try to tiptoe so lightly. And I'm like, I can't mess up her time with Jesus. I would always say that in my head. And I would just go to the couch and pass out. But I was always nervous about messing you and Jesus' time up. Oh, my gosh. You never did. And, guys, listen. I'm not just waking up 5 a.m. talking to Jesus in the morning. But there were periods of times, especially during that time, where I needed God a little bit more that season. And so <laughs> some nights when you're sleeping, you know, I think at that time, I don't even know if I had my bed in when you, when you were there. I like, don't know. You just got that spot. Yeah. So, like, we need, I needed Jesus, shoot. So, I was talking to him all the time. I'm like, Lord, give me, how are you going to help me out of this situation? Like, Lord, we the bed. Facts. I hope you were praying for me too on the low because God knew I, I needed Jesus. Always. I always pray for my tea. I was praying for you. Even yes, when I was. My head was off the, even when my head was falling off the couch. Yep. <laughs> That's what I really pray. I'm like, um, is she a lot? Okay, Jesus, be with her, Lord. Please let her head be off this couch when I oh come back God. home. Because, like, that's scary. But this is what sisters are for. And, you know, yeah. I always say this to women. Like, when I went through my lowest lows, like, breakups for everyone, whether you're a man or a woman, you lose yourself. And you literally either distract mm-hmm. yourself or you maybe get depressed or you maybe cry mm-hmm. for, like, three, four days straight. Like, who do you go to? Yeah. You know, I go to my like, sister's. I- I remember that time too, T. Like it was so interesting because like we clicked and even though like we're both very friendly, transparent people and we're it's we're easy to talk to, right? Like we talk to a lot of people, yes. open up. Um, but you and I clicked in a different way and I remember you like talking about like how much you hate Atlanta and just really like, you know, mm-hmm. like what should I do? 
And we really like was trying to figure this thing out like together. Like what was, even though I'm like, Oh, I got another friend here. Like I have a a good girlfriend now. Like, Oh my gosh, I want her to stay. But I was like, okay, what's the best? Cause she hated Atlanta every day. I don't want to be here. I want to leave. Like, and she left me all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I would always be ghost, but Camille Mm -hmm. always grounded me. Like she always reminded me why I was in Atlanta. Cause at the time I was acting and modeling and Camille was acting and modeling too. So she Mm -hmm. was like, this is why you're here. And like, so you always grounded me, and I thank you for that. Oh, and now I... well, you what? I was gonna say, well, now like I ground you, and you make me free. You keep me afloat. Yeah. You make I me gotta... fly. I feel like we're a good balance. Yeah, we are. Like even this weekend. <laughs> oh my god, let's talk about this weekend because you were on one. Cece. Listen, y'all. Okay, go ahead. Tell me what happened. We went to the lake, and she did not. Mm-mm want nope, I didn't. to go but guess what she did she went for me because she loves me you know what I, I always do. say like having a girlfriend like friends or it's like having a boyfriend like sometimes you just have to sacrifice and do some shit that you don't want to do to keep the relationship afloat right we've all yeah that sounds that. real heavy and serious though <laughs> I don't feel like we do all that like nah sorry well but the way you were acting this weekend yeah you pretty much sacrifice every minute every minute she was like I'm so tired I'm so tired <laughs> Or she was sleeping <laughs> or eating. Guys, the week before, I had to drive to North Carolina for a two-day shoot, there for three days, came home th- like that night and left to Florida for Thursday through Sunday. Wow. Actually, Monday. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. I can't. Guess what? Anyways. <laughs> Your best friend was say- coming in town, so wake up. Of course, and let's stay at my house and on my couch. Yeah. But like this is the thing, the balance is right because I was talking to like we stay with our my big brother and big sister, love them. The and best. um I was like telling them like, you know, like T's cool though. Like T is that girl that is not annoying and girly. Like she's very <laughs> she's very like easy. You are. Like yeah. so like if I'm on one, which it's not hard for me to get on one and I'm just embracing that. Like so when I say I'm on one, like I'm, I like order and control. Yeah. And so when things start spinning out of my control, I get on one. Where your neck start acting like, crazy. Your neck start poking out real long. Just everybody whatever. know if you ever met CC and you see her neck poking out like long, she about to be on one. Just the FYI for the, for the, I don't, for the people. I do not condone that statement. I don't believe it, guys. Um, but like T, she'll be like, you know, if I say I'm going to an event or something like that. And I'm like, ah, oh. and I'm like, yo, I got to leave. We got to leave. Da, 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 da. And she's like, OK, cool. like, it's just, like, she's not bothered. Like, yeah. all right. I need like five minutes. It's cold. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll drive. I'll drive like always. And I'm like, dang, Jesus, give me a man like T. I want <laughs> oh, yeah. him to be smart make me laugh yeah, go with that. the flow easy love me like be like what you need cc like that's my tea if yeah. i can get a big tea ooh, <laughs> mm. ooh that rhymed mm. Ooh, should we show the people that you are lyrically inclined because you just yo i the do line. listen y'all i got bars and like normally i spit a lot around tea because she's the best hype person ever <laughs> Um, I'm trying to see if something comes to me right quick. Okay, ah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Should we do about Jesus? Because I want to talk about Jesus. I want to transfer into Jesus and, mm. and your faith and your love for Christianity. Yeah, we could, you know, he's so good. You know, got me out of the hood. I'm real fly because he keep me real high. <laughs> on the spirit, though. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's only a snippet. Watch snippet. the Blue Hazel Insta stories if you really want the full throttle of her lyrically inclined rap battles. Um, mm-hmm. She's really talented. So let's get into Jesus. I want to talk about Christianity and your love. Where did it start? Um, how do you hold on to it? And just talk to me about your relationship with God. Okay. So I was, where did it start? I would say it started like when I was out the womb. My family is a family (laughs) that is very religious. I had no choice. Okay. (laughs) I went to church all the time. So it's interesting when you say love, because I like God, but I fell in love with him in college, to be honest. Mm. I fell in love with like God in college. Um, Yeah. I knew you were the Jesus girl because my, because of Billy. Billy was like, that's the girl that prays for everybody. That's Jesus. Yep. So I always thought of you as a Jesus girl. That's, so that's why I call me. Yo, you yeah. He's the only person who always says like she that's my Jesus. It. I'm like, stop saying that because I'm not your Jesus girl. She they don't is. like stone me with rocks. You are my Jesus. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had Bible studies on college at USF. They used to call me praise him. They saw me come and they praise him. I'd be like, what's up? Anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I grew up in the church. So like my parents, grandparents, aunt, uncles, all had all in the church from pastors, ministers, whatever. So, um, like one of my good girlfriends I met in church, Ashley, um, but we were there for Monday night prayer, Tuesday night. My mom had cry her. So I was there Wednesday night was Bible study Thursday night. Um, was like a youth group Friday night, like whatever night, you know, that's a lot of we'd have for church. That's a lot of Jesus. that's a lot. Yeah. And so that's why I liked him. Cause I was like, dang, we, we do too much for him. Like why we, whoa, <laughs> yeah. can I just stay at home? Moesha, we'll have, <laughs> like, seriously. Uh, I was like, this is a lot, like too much. But honestly, um, I think I was very, some things happened with my family. My mom experienced seizures when I was in sixth grade and I like was shaped differently than all my siblings. So like I started to have like our try to develop a relationship with God. Like I remember in middle school mm-hmm. and I was kind of like inclined to like, okay, like what, like, what is this? Like, who is he? And so of course I had made this vow to myself, like, you know what? Because I'm a Christian now, and this is what we have to do there to me, it seemed like all these rules, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm a rule follower. So in the terms of looking like a Christian, I was the best one, right? Mm. So I did all the things and didn't do the things. Um, but in college, I like fell in love with God for myself because there was a period of time where that's all I had. Um, my grandmother had just passed, which I knew God through him. My mom and I were not seeing eye to eye and I knew her God. And so I had to learn him for myself and who he was. And that was the most transferring time like of my life, you know, wow. Um and, and that's where like all of, you know, even me, people don't know it. I didn't finish college. I didn't finish college. I started modeling. I started on HSN actually. Um, but that was through my relationship with God. Now, what? How God going to tell you to drop out of college? Well, yeah. How did God, God tell you that? Tell... <laughs> the same way I used to say to like relatives, the same way Jesus told, you know, Noah to build an ark and there didn't rain for how long? Like <laughs> he asked us to do some crazy stuff. The same way he told Abraham to take your son on the mountain to kill him, which he didn't do, but he was walking to do it. I mean, so mm. I was like, yo, I I know my relationship with God and I trust what he's telling me to do and I trust in it. And that's when I really started like, you know, falling in love with him just because it has been a, he has been a constant piece, you know, for me. So I have a question right there. Yeah. So when you literally was like, I'm dropping out of college, 
what did you do? Were you praying to God? Were you asking him for like, show me a sign or show me like what to do? Because that's a huge step as a college student. Yeah. And so I was on, I was on an academic scholarship. So like I wasn't dropping out with a 2.0, I had a 3.8 and I had a semester left. Okay. Let's start there. Right. Um, I would have smacked you. Oh, well, you know, people, listen, if you said Jesus told you, I I said, I would have not said anything. (laughs) Thank you, T. (laughs) You don't to this day. She still does Mm -hmm. actually. Um, but my grandmother, my grandmother who was alive at the time, who was a, oh my gosh, the most sweetest lady ever. Um, she was a living, breathing to me, an angel walking on this earth. And I told her, I would never forget. I was doing an internship and my agent at the time called me for like a Dillard's job. Y'all remember Dillard's? What? And I couldn't because of this internship. And I would never forget. I was having lunch and, and he's like, no, you gotta tell me what you want to do. And I was sitting there and it felt like, have you ever felt that feeling in your chest? Like it's kind of like reminiscent of someone dying. Like it's like a heaviness, Mm. like death. Yeah. Like something on you. And I felt that. Yeah. And it's like, and it hit me like that. You know, unfortunately how you, when you, how you feel when you get the news that someone's passed, like that's how it felt. And I was like, what is this? So I was like, you know what? I can't, I've never been a person to give 50%. I give a hundred percent in whatever I'm doing. And, um, at the time I was majoring in special education and I was like, I'm not fully here and I'm not fully with my career. Like I'm going to pray about it. So I called my grandmother and I told her, I said, I don't know what to do. And she said, well, let's go on a fast together and pray. So me and my grandma, I think she was like 89 at the time. <laughs> She's like, okay, we're going to pray this through. Hmm. And we did for a week. And, um, at the end of the week, I call her back. I said, Grandma, so like, I believe God's telling me to like walk and be a light in this entertainment industry to go into this industry. And she said to me, honey, I believe the same thing. And if you have peace and you're happy, then that's what you're supposed to do. Shout out to Jesus. Let me get a one time <laughs> for Jesus because right. Cece is a model and actor and like you actually did follow your light and your guide and God did bring you to where you're supposed to be. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look, I look now and even like right now, you know, I have an amazing opportunity that I can't really disclose, but that's happening this week. And, you know, so much stuff. I know about happened. it. <laughs> no, oh. no, she doesn't. Y'all gonna know about it soon, but y'all nobody know about it. Nobody know about nothing. <laughs> but yes, actor but, model. Yeah, and so to be a light. So um, yeah, that's kind of my my love for it started definitely in college. Not it, my love for God, a true relationship, um, just solely for me individually happened in college. But when I was growing up, I knew God from how my mom taught me Mm -hmm. to he was and how my grandparents and aunts and uncles taught me he was, but I found out who he was for myself in college. Do you, did you think your, your faith has changed from like a young woman to the woman you are today? Like, has your faith changed? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, my faith has increased, but I would tell you my ideology has changed. And theology has changed and in my perception of what a believer in a Christian has changed. Mm. And yeah. What is that a Christian? Like, what is a modern day 2019 Christian? Mm-hmm. Because I have, I'm not going to. Yeah, <laughs> Go I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I have. It's always intrigues me. Like, you know, religion mm-hmm. always intrigues mm-hmm. me, you know, and for somebody that really believes in this faith, I would. I take whatever you say as gold. So what would you say is a Christian in 2019? 
So I, you know what, T? I wouldn't say what a Christian is in 2019. Really? I, I wouldn't get. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Um, because I realize that, especially where I'm at today, everybody has their own walk with God. Yeah. And so people may have like, yes, my, I go to a non-denominational church, meaning like no denomination. So it's not Pentecost or Baptist, you know, um, but we do believe or guide ourselves off of the Bible. Right. So people will say that's Christian faith. Okay. Um, but I consider myself as a child of God and a woman of faith. And I don't, mm. um, I was raised under, like I said before, rules and guidelines. And my belief is where's a person's heart and that can tell you who they follow. Yeah. Um, how they live their life. So I'm not going to, because you go to church or because you pray at five o'clock in the morning or because you wear dresses to your ankle. Um, there's some other things that that person might do that I feel don't show the love of God in their heart Mm -hmm. by how maybe they judge other people, um, by how they're hypocritical, um, by how they don't like this sin, but do that sin. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not in a position to call what a Christian is a Mm -hmm. 2019 Christian, but I do know, um, I know people and the Bible says this, you know, them by their fruit, what people bear, what people produce in life. And so I look at your relationships. I look at how you walk and how you live. And I see God in people every day. I see God in people. People think that God ain't in them, mm. but I see his love and I see his light. Cause you're Jesus. People don't know that. No, yet. I'm not. <laughs> don't say that. Oh, Jesus. oh God. So I got to tell the world. So, you know, mm-hmm. you being a Christian woman did not have sex until mm-hmm. you were married. What age yes. were you when you got married again? CC, you were like, what were you? 29? I was 29. I was 29. Yeah. 29. So she waited Mm -hmm. 29 years to have sexual intercourse, people. Yeah. Nobody called her Miss Mary. Oh, yeah. And she called her Miss Mary. I can't. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my Miss Mary. No one saw my Miss Mary touch my Miss Mary. You know, I was that type, you know? Yeah. Um, Yo, shout out yeah. to you for that. I admire that because I could never do that. You know, I actually <laughs> told my dad. I actually told my dad I, was, I wasn't going to have sex until I got married, but that shit only lasted until I was 21. It was my first well, boyfriend ever, and I actually thought I was going to marry him. So whatever, dad. Don't Sorry. we all? My, yeah. Shout out to my first high school sweetheart, um, Mr. You guys know him. But um, <laughs> we're friends, so I can say it. Justin. Like, <laughs> hey, Justin. I thought I was going to marry girl. I thought I was going to marry him. Some. Oh, you can tell me we were going to have babies <laughs> in the whole family by now. <laughs> Ain't that sh- crazy how our minds think when we're young? And now we look oh back. I've been looking back at my high school boyfriend like, golly, grief. <laughs> so well, I, I do I mean, like, friends but there are guys I look back and be like oh my gosh why did I want to marry him and why did I cry over him yeah. the best thing I never had thank yes. you Lord thank you Jesus. but yeah I waited I waited um and that was a part of like um my faith you know um I believe the Bible you know says like that should be between a man and a, and a woman and so even in how I look at that now um I no, I, yeah, I'm still waiting, guys. But I would say it changed in the sense of why mm-hmm. I believe that's true for me now. Okay, right. so um, be, now, like, just and who I am, and you know what? Shout out to T. My T always she had my back no matter what, um, and just supports me in my faith because we were having you. a conversation with a, another person, and they were like, you know, no, Camille, you should go and test something, girl. You only had 
you know, one thing. That's when you were married. You test something. You should just do this. And I'll never forget T saying that's not Cece, though. Yeah, that's that's not, not who she is. You know, um, and that's not that's not who I am. So, yeah, I waited 29 years, y'all Uh huh. Wow. got married and that sucker lasts for five months. That marriage, it was a yes. lifetime movie. Hold on. Whoa. Can we rewind this? <laughs> yeah, so, go ahead. Y'all were together for a couple of years, I remember. And I mean, yeah, I know. I, I mean, y'all were lovely in the back of the day day. And then you mm-hmm. get married. Right. Mm-hmm. And then five months later, it's done. So, right. Talk about this. Well, so let me say this, you know, it's, it, you said we were lovely. You know what? Hindsight is always twenty twenty. And two people, we were lovely, but mm-hmm. it was unhealthy from the beginning. Right. 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 It and was can unhealthy. I say something first too? I was also yeah. in an unhealthy relationship. So mm-hmm. I, we were just all unhealthy all over and we thought that <laughs> shit was healthy. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why were we so unhealthy? God, where was Jesus? <gasps> the girl watching. WWJD, what would Jesus do? He would have Listen. Look, he did what he had to do, though. Well, he let us, you know what? He let us experience that because he knew that it was going to be a part of our story and he was going to use it for his glory. You're right. You know? And so he. Part of our story for our glory. Hey. Hey. (laughs) What I said. Okay. Anyways. Um, but he did, right? And so, and it, and it has. Me and you know that it shaped us in such a way yeah. that we're able to give and encourage people on a level because of what we went through. God's 100%. grace is always so sufficient. Totally. Yeah. So, um, talk to yeah. us about this. So, okay. Yeah. So, I married an unhealthy person. So, I married him because I was unhealthy. And people are like, well, Camille, how are you unhealthy, girl? Like, no way. Well, I was unhealthy because I was groomed and I was a people pleaser. And I was a uh, sacrificer of self. Mm. And I thought that was God because it was good, but it wasn't him at all. And he showed me that quickly. Like, mm. uh-uh, honey, that ain't me. Um, in fact, <laughs> um, you know, real relationship, <clears throat> what God has taught me, that you have to fill you up. And whatever is the overflow is what I want you to give. Because we're not, a, I'm not no one savior. He's a savior, the only one, right? So I married a person who needed me. Mm. And um, not only needed me, but abused me emotionally, verbally, um, and even financially. So, yeah, granted, I didn't have sex. Yeah, he didn't, you know, see me naked and stuff like that. But I allowed this man to move into my place, something I wouldn't have never, ever done mm-hmm. because I was just just blinded, I would say. Um because he didn't have a place, right? And so I was kind of proven to myself because the guys that I did date in the past were well off. Um and, you know, different careers or athletes. I was like, well, this guy don't got really nothing. He's starting from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's a man of faith. And in my other relationships, I was a stronger one in faith. So I was like, oh, my gosh, this is my husband because he knows God. Right. Well, let me tell you, I was so wrong, mm-hmm. man. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm in this situation where I married, which was unhealthy behaviors I saw growing up. Um that was familiar and even though we say it's bad well we do what we know ain't that crazy that's right like you accept what you see Mm -hmm. not what you're told Hmm. and um i married you know unhealthy and unhealthy person because um of what i saw love and loyalty was modeled to me right and 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 that was unhealthy and honestly like that's the story of a lot of our lives you know we what we see growing up what we see you know what we look up to as love Mm -hmm. as healthy is honestly probably 
I mean, five times out of 10 might not be healthy. Yeah. It takes us going through it to actually realize like, hold on, this is not right. Just because this is how my aunt and uncle get along. That's not really healthy. You know what I mean? Like just because my mom and dad went through this and, you know, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that that's healthy. Right. Like what we see, like it can be a favorite uncle, like, oh, well, I know he loved my aunt, but he did this. It could Mm -hmm. be your cousin, whatever. Right. And you're like, but I know he loves her. And so he did that. It's wrong, but I know he loves her. So when it happens to you, you in the same breath, you're like, but I know he loved me because he loved her. Uh And that person, my family love her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we justify it and we make excuses to accept bad behavior. Right. And the crazy part about it, T, so I remember the second day that I was married that I knew it wasn't right. Mm. The second day, I remember first praying to God about, like, should I leave? And God saying, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's the devil talking. Dad, I know that ain't Jesus. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right? So I did all these things in this unhealthy marriage to make it work. So I'm like, I'm going to pray this thing through because they tell us to pray. I'm going to, you know, fast and I'm going to just believe I bought all these books and pray for your husband and da, da, da. Mm. And all that was bogus. And that is not God. That is control and that's manipulation. And God doesn't call you to do that. Yes, prayer changes things. But you, baby girl, or any human being can't change another person. That's a heart thing. And that's God's job. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, girl, I was in this house scared to go downstairs, having diarrhea every morning, crying and stay because I'm like, well, I feel like religion has told me to stay. And that's exactly what it kind of was reaching out to people of faith who were like, pray and stay. And that is not God's will. And that's not God's way for his daughter or his son to be in any abusive situation for the greater good. Our daddy loves us way too much. Like that's foolishness. Like that's so crazy. Pray and stay. Girl, look, let me tell you one motherfucking thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> tell but me. This is another conversation we're going to we're going to talk about this. Camille and I at this point, we were kind of we're going to talk about our our little friend breakup that we had too. But like this Ooh. is when me and TC weren't as tight and I didn't know really all this madness that was going on. If mm-hmm. I would have known, oh, there would have been no praying and no book reading. I would have went up there and punched tea? that boy. But you know what? So crazy part, when you're a victim, no one knew the full story. Right. Cherie didn't know the full story, mm-hmm. although she was coming up here for hair treatments very regularly because I think she she knew something. Right. Sheena didn't know the full story. Paola, I was picking and choosing because I was trying to protect. Mm. So you wouldn't have known. Maybe, I mean, you probably, you were here, of course, because, you know, I see you, you know, daily right. or whatnot. You probably would have had a stronger inclination. Like, Shay kind of saw it more because she saw me. And so, yeah, she was furious. So y'all probably were together, right. you know, in that. Like, right. I'm about to go whoop and his I know your energy. I know your energy. I always know what's going on. You do. Yeah. So you would have probably, yeah, you would have probably knew something was up. But I don't know if I would have told you the whole thing because I didn't tell anybody the yeah. whole thing. Nobody does when you're a victim. You're scared, you're ashamed, you're, you feel that type of guilt. Yeah. And so when I look back on that time, I don't regret that season. You know why? It humbled the heck out of me. Mm. Oh, boy. I used to look down at self-righteous, you know, people, Christians, right? And I didn't realize until that moment that I had self-righteous in me, too. Wow. Because I was like, wait, hold up. I saved myself from marriage. Like, my life ain't supposed to end right here. Where's my picket fence and my kids? Like, right. oh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> like Camille's life ain't gonna go like this. No. And it was just self-righteousness and religion that made me like, okay, let me just try to say, but gosh darn it, I'm so happy. I'm happy that it, I wish actually instead of five months, it was five weeks. Because when I look back, I only get emotional when I think about me in that moment, T. Mm-hmm. I was so broken. Yeah. I was so, girl, I was feeling applications. This man told me like, I need to go back to school. You know, I'm dumb as well as I'm mm. providing for his behind with my company, my business at the time and my career. And I was just so, when I look back on me, like that's the only time I'm like emotional because I was so scared and beaten and I was in between losing two people in my family. Right. My family had not lost anybody for 22 years. And then my uncle passed and then my aunt passed. And in between that dealing with this. Right. And so I remember begging him to leave the hotel to go to my aunt's wake. The, the abuse, right? Like him, well, you, you, you shouldn't have brought, you know, I don't like this stuff. Shut up. I'm crying in the shower just because I know if he don't come, then people are going to know. And so it was part two. It was like two, it was a caveat. Right. One, people are, I don't want them to see what's real, right? Or like question me because mm-hmm. I'm trying to protect him. And then the other caveat is I know if I'm pushed to open up, my family going to kill him. Right. And me. <laughs> My family finna what? It's gonna be a done deal in South Florida. Right. You know? So it was just, oh man. But counseling, shout out to Bruce Hogarth. Um, counseling, man, helped me heal yeah. so much. And Amen. I still go see Bruce. Amen. Counseling therapy is the best. Yeah. See, it see, got me through that situation. Before we get to therapy, because therapy is such a crucial point, I think, to our healing uh-huh. as women, um, and people in mm-hmm. general. How did you know it was over? Like, when did you get up and say, I'm done? I want a divorce. What was it? What clicked in you? You know what? I was sleeping with a chair behind my door. I had a dresser and I used to put this chair behind, yeah, behind the door. The crazy part about it is this, like, he had never physically touched me, right? Um... But, like, there are moments, like, girl, I remember one day, like, he was standing above me in sweat, like, dripping from a run. Like, that's how I woke up. Like, Mm. just being taunting, right? But I was, like, I knew it was done um, when I started opening up telling people, Cherie, um, Tony, shout out to Tony Gaskins, you know, talking to him. And he, like, yo, Camille, this ain't, uh uh-uh. This Mm -hmm. ain't right. This ain't no first-year marriage type stuff. This is unhealthy. But I was so stuck in pride because at the time, because we're living off of my income and he had just got a job, my car was repossessed. So I didn't want nobody to know that. None of my friends even knew that. Wow. So I'm like, I don't want to, where am I going to go? Where am I going to live? Like, I'm like, I felt like a failure. So I was staying because I was trying to figure stuff out to get me out of this with the least damage. (laughs) That's (laughs) crazy. And so it was like my big sisters, like Millie, Tramika being like, yo, why are you in the house? Get out. Like, what do you need? Um, and so I would never forget. It was something had transpired where uh, he had took this rental car and all the stuff I had out of it and threw it on the, the ground or whatever. I grabbed the keys and I remember walking upstairs that day, him behind me. And I, and I was thinking, yo, this man's about to touch me and we both gone down today. Mm. And if I die, my family gonna kill him. Mm, mm, and mm. I knew, um, and even one of my girlfriends, O'Neal at the time, she was like, Camille, it's getting so volatile, right? Yeah. And so actually the guy who I was married to, his brother had called me early on and was like, there's some things you don't know about him. And like, yeah. So it was I, it, a day he had left to go to, um, out of the state to his hometown. Um, 
I plan, like, I'm going to move everything out. And so I remember Brianna, an actress friend of mine, and her fiance, our boyfriend at the time, but they get married. Matt, they came and helped me. We moved everything out wow. in so a day an before plan. he came back. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's so crazy, you know. You, that's so crazy, Cece, thinking about this. I know. Like, thinking about all of that and you really leaning on your sisterhood, honestly, to be like, yo, this is not right. And I'm saying, no, get the hell out. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you're making that decision and literally leaving. And now were you right. scared to leave? Were you worried? Were you, were you, no. were you nervous about how people were going to look at you in the, in the, in the Christian world too? You know, yes. you just got married. Oh, oh my gosh. I thought you were saying, well, I was scared of him. I wasn't scared of him, but oh my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. Across the board. Yes. Ooh. How people are going to look at me, Christians, regular people. So whatever I was, I was kind of before I left. That was my fear. I would say that month three of me being there, that was my fear. Mm. But by the time I had left, girl, I didn't give a flying flu. Mm. I had changed my name. She don't curse on every social media. You know, I had removed all pictures because I wasn't going to try to paint no picture. I didn't care. At right. that point, I did not care what people thought because I knew my truth and I knew I was regaining my power. But yeah, I stayed longer because I was scared of people, what people thought. But when I left that house, child, my name was back to Camille Robinson. Pictures was changed. People mm. write messages, nosy, nosy, nosy. <laughs> but I wanted to be clear, like, oh yeah, that's over. And it was over quick. And I want y'all to know, everybody who's looking at me, yes, I am no longer married. Mm-hmm. Did I tell my story? No, this is the second time I'm actually even talking about it. Um, in a public platform, but, um, yeah, I didn't care at that point, but what made me stay longer than five days was you are religion else. and me caring yeah. what people thought. Ain't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about yeah. that. Like, why the heck do we care so much what other people think? We waste mm-hmm. so much of our life, like our day to day on like what other people think. Isn't that wild? It is. And we suffer. And you know what, yeah. We're groomed by that tea, though. Think about it. Even the littlest things. When you're out as a little kid, shh, hey, be quiet. You see them looking at you? Mm-hmm. It's very small and innocent, but it starts. Yeah. I mean, I do that, <laughs> right? You told like me to be quiet. You told me to be quiet yeah, on the like, road trip. What road trip? Which one? That we oh, just yeah. went to the lake. <laughs> she literally looked at me and was like, we need quiet time right now. And I said, excuse <laughs> me, only moms need quiet time. And you ain't no mom right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T, you're right. T was y'all. I told you I was on one, and T was like, I don't know. My nerves was worked. I was like, T, quiet time, no music. <laughs> oh <laughs> my like... god, I'm so but, sorry uh, that you had to go through that. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry that you had to go through that. But another, I think, heavy thing that always weighs on me is that I wasn't there for you when you were going through that. Mm-hmm. It does. It weighs on me sometimes because, I mean, so. Let me tell the audience. So I'm not really sure how we disconnected, but we disconnected. I was going through a lot of things on my end. I was in a bad relationship too, like I said, unhealthy. Um, And he would Mm -hmm. always, let's call this one Michael. Michael would always say things. No, let's call him another name. Let's call him like something like uh, uh, Buster. (laughs) Okay, let's call him Buster. (laughs) Yeah, like I not know Michael. Michael too front. I want to call him like fungus or something. Bird. <laughs> okay. Buster fungus. Go Buster ahead. fungus. Okay. So I was a Buster fungus <laughs> and, <laughs> and it wasn't healthy. He would always make comments about 
uh, CC to me. It would always like kind of like put these negative annotations in my head. And I don't think I ever told you this, Camille. I never knew that. This is the first time we ever hear it. Yeah, he would always I'm say things. He'd always be like, it, that ain't going to work. Like that ain't that ain't that ain't gonna work. I'll give it six months. Like he would literally say well, this to me. Kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was right at the end. <laughs> and, but he would say these things, or, or you know, um, he would always say like, "Your friends are jealous of you," or this or that. And you know, it was all what these was other things. Yeah. And and it was about a lot of my friends. And you know, I let a lot of that seep in and create this weird space with me, and my girlfriends, not only you, my other friends of mine too. And we got you and I got distant. But I remember, you know. We were helping pay for the wedding and help you, helping you with things. And Busta made me feel bad and made me feel a type of way. This is a true story, Cece. So when I found out I wasn't sitting at your table at the wedding, I got, I got mad. I, I never told you that. What? Yeah. When I knew. Wait, what? Like huh? at your main table, you had, I think, P and Ashley, which are her other best friends who I adore, at your main table. And I felt a way because I wasn't there at the table with you. And that was probably very childish and very immature of me at that time. But I literally. But you were sitting with your sister. I know. But it made me feel a type of way that I wasn't with you. And you know what? I honestly, because again, I was in this toxic space. I was like, why? Just because these girls are Christian and they're married? Like, you, like that was my mindset. And I oh felt a type of gosh. way for not being at the table. Like it actually got me mad. That's a true, I've never actually told you this before. Oh, my, but T, like now I look back and I see how you, I would have been hurt by that, but I wasn't even thinking. You know my grandma had 11 kids. Yeah. They were all, I was trying to fit everybody at the table. I know. And you know me, I go with the flow. I'm not going to bring it up. I already know you're stressed. I'm easy, like you said. But like, it made me feel a type of way. Because I was oh like. Oh my God. I was but like, T, I would have felt a type of way though. Right, right now, I would have felt a type of way though. Right. Right. I did feel a type of way. So like that was another reason wow. why like I like fell back and I was just like, whatever. You know what I mean? I was going through other things. Hey, too. what? Hey, I remember I, I want to say this. I will never forget the night of the wedding when people when y'all were cleaning up, I caught an attitude from you. And mm. I was like, what was that about? And I had never said anything to you about really? it. You were like, yo, where is so and so and so? And I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like, hey, I'm leaving, like, going to go have sex for the first time. Like, why are you, like, tripping? Mm. But now thinking about what you just said, oh, my God, T, I'm the first one to apologize. And I want you to know, like, you know I didn't think about that in any type yeah. of way. It was literally, like, down to who are who's sitting together and whose guests are who. Right. Like, and family, like, girl, oh, my gosh. But I okay. Would, let me tell you something right that now. That wouldn't didn't count if anyway. I'm at your table, if I'm at your table, if I'm not at your table, <laughs> they're going to be, I'm doing a seating chart, first of all, so that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be a race. Because I'm going to be right there with a wedding planner. Oh, I'm, that's my seat right here oh, to the shit. right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you ain't lying either. Well, thank God that was a fake wedding. Um, yeah, that was such a fake wedding. That was a fake wedding. Um, but yeah, I felt a type of way. So at this point, Camille and I kind of drifted away. Um, she stopped answering my phone calls. Yeah, I probably did. You know, I was in, you did. I did. I was traveling and doing me and, you know, getting wrapped up in my crazy world. My parents were divorcing and that was like the hardest time of my life. Like probably the hardest thing I had to deal with besides death in my adult life was like my parents separating and it was like a show my mom was losing her mind my dad was totally off the cliff and i was just like i couldn't be a friend i actually couldn't even be like i couldn't be anything to anyone because i was so broken because of my parents Mm -hmm. divorce and i just remember like not being able to like be there for you and we reconnected after your divorce 
and we went to mm-hmm. Shake Shack. Shout out to Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we talked and we caught up. And I apologized for not being there for you because I felt so <gasps> bad. Do you remember that? Well, you know, it's so crazy, too. But that was before I actually moved out. We met before I moved out. But I was telling you, yeah, I remember I was it was I remember that day so vividly. I don't like to remember it because it was so uncomfortable. It was awkward, but it was needed, but it was needed because otherwise we wouldn't have got back together. Yeah, well, I feel like our real reunion happened. Can I tell them how I feel like our real reunion happened? You can tell them. Y'all. So she was still, to me, shady baby, right? And so um, <laughs> I was like, and, and I remember I had never had a friend fall out. Like, I've had the same girlfriend since, like, middle high school, right? Mm-hmm. And so me and D, like, you were traveling a lot. And me and D, Deanna became, like, my little new cousin. And Deanna's my sister. I don't know if that. So you guys know. That's her sister. Yeah. And so we were, like, together. And I was just like, what is up with my TV? Like, what the world? Um, and it was, we, it was still hit and miss. We had met that time, but not really solid. I will never forget. I'm in my place. I had finally come above water. I had got this new place. I'm sitting there going over a script. And then I see Letitia's calling with the black hair because she had black hair on my phone, right? <laughs> I was like, okay. So I answered. And she's like, hey, Cece, uh, what are you doing? And I was like, going over a script. And she's like, oh, I have this audition. And so she begins to talk, but like, like, like we friends, right? And so I really wanted to shoot her shade. And I was just like, is, this, is she for real? Like, why is she talking to me like we talked, like we just talked last week? Like, I'm like, what? But me, I stay on the phone. And we were in a talk for like 20 minutes. And she goes, can we do dinner? Like, I want to, I want to see you. I want to come over to your place. And I was like, okay, yeah. Okay. I was like, okay, but I got to go. Like, and I hung up the phone and I was like, mm-mm, uh-uh. <laughs> what? And then of course she came over. Uh, we ended up going to our taco car and she, she leaves her keys in the car all the time. Y'all yeah. somewhere she does in her car. Back. It's on in her car. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the evolution of us coming back. Um, but it was weird. And I'll tell you something. It was hard for me in that time. Um, and um, I don't want to say like not having you there, but seeing what you were going through. Mm-hmm. It, it was... was hard to watch because I saw people that attached themselves to her in this unhealthiness. And it just hurt in my heart because I was like, I had who I needed, right? Like God knew in this time, which you were going to be through. And so he gave me my big sisters and, During your you know, divorce. my girlfriends. Right. Yeah. They, they came and they flooded, right? Like, like Cherie took so many trips up here to get her hair color. I don't know if her hair really needed to be colored or what, but like everybody came in place. So I didn't lack anything. But when I was coming out to look back and I was seeing T going through what she is going through. And I know this isn't her. Like T has the most, and I'm not saying this like, cause she is my bestie. Cause I would, even though, you know, if it went true, but no, but this is actually true. <laughs> she has the biggest heart. T is the most genuine person and she has a way about her that makes people feel good and cool and she welcomes you in and she's really like this is me but during this time it was like this whole like facade Mm -hmm. of like well I'll give an F and I don't do that and I'm like who is this person Mm -hmm. she was cold and she had these people around her like friends traveling with her and I'm like who like who are you girls but they were toxic as well yeah and I'm gonna talk about people, but go ahead. <laughs> but you're right, you know. And mm-hmm. I, being in that unhealthy space and ending that, was low key like a divorce for me. 
you know, I was never married, but like, you know, it was like a divorce, you know? So like going through my breakup, AKA Mm -hmm. divorce, like I was like, thank God. Cause Camille was the literally only one with me like every day. Like I couldn't get out of my bed. She would be with me in Atlanta. And, and I was like, I would always think like, damn, I wasn't there for her. Like, I remember when you would come and lay with me because Camille does not laugh. She hates laying in other people's beds. Like, she has to go home and sleep on her bed, on her clean pillows. She is a little OCD. We'll talk about that later. But she would literally come and stay at my house. And I would, like, when she would sleep there, and I would literally just think, like, damn, like, I wasn't there for her. And it would make me feel so, like, bad as a friend and as a human. But I was so thankful that you were there for me when I couldn't get out of bed. Oh, but that hurts my heart that you were even thinking that. Yeah. No. Yeah, it did because, bro, I couldn't have done that shit without you there. Like, I remember that time when all I, I had was bust the fungus. Yeah. Because to see you, like, I knew, I knew, I mean, you know, you were going through, yeah. you were healing, your heart was broken. Broken. And, pieces. you know, T's one to get up and do, but like, I literally was coming to her, like, okay, we're going to eat this, then come on, get up, please, and like sitting with her and. Mm-hmm. Just trying to provide some love for her. Um, but girlfriend, I'm only the friend to you that you are to me, T. Yeah, and I sometimes don't even, I feel like it's a a battle. I feel like even in the last late sub-seasons, even now, I feel like you are the one that has poured into me so much in this season and been there for me. Like, Always. I don't know what I would do if God didn't have you in my life. Seriously. Yeah, I love you. Remember when I used to bring you flowers all the time? Yo, I'm trying to tell y'all. Let me tell y'all something. This is why T need to be like big T. He need to come. <laughs> T used to bring me flowers. Okay, the way to my heart is cupcakes. T yeah. used to bring me purses. Oh, yeah, because I'd be like, friend, y'all. and she had a man too. I'd be like, well, if I brought him flowers, like he'd get it. Like it makes her happy. Like, look, like yeah. that's why you need a best friend to teach these men how to treat your best friends. Like that's another thing. And he's- I will say the crazy guy did start getting flowers, but it was like sleeping with the enemy, brought these flowers. He was hella crazy. Who cares about the flowers? Leave, leave. (laughs) Oh my God. But I just want to say I honor you and I'm thankful for you. And I don't know how I would have got through it. Um, My breakup, if it wasn't for you. So I thank you for being there for me. And I apologize for not being there for you. Well, I want to say thank you and I love you because I don't know how to got through this last year and a half <laughs> without you, you know, of literally having my first bout of depression and suicidal thoughts, you know, yeah, that was um, crazy. really, I, I know, but I thank you for being there for me, T, because he's the one who I'm the, always a strong person in a lot of friendships and T could take me crying and she could take me being weak and it didn't razzle you. Yeah. And so I thank you for being not only a pillar of strength for me and emotional side, but having me in every other shoot, even financially when I need you, um, yeah. just really being there. Like you are more than what a friend is. Like you truly are my sister. Yeah. Facts. You are my sister. Like low key Steve this weekend was like, y'all acting like y'all sisters. Y'all fighting like y'all sisters. I said, she is my sister. <laughs> And I'm just going to get in the car and shut up and put my glasses on and go to sleep because I'm not dealing with her today. <laughs> oh, my just gosh. Get in the car. <laughs> so, you know, I want to touch upon, you know, we've had lows in our lives and I've been there. We've yes. been on the, the lowest of the lows and the highest of the highs. And, you know, as an actor and model, we both are in this entertainment world. It's hard. You yeah. know, people always look at Camille and her. She's stunning. She's beautiful. Oh, model this, model that. People think it's easy. People think just because Mm. you book a TV show here or there, like you're on, like it's easy. It's probably one of the hardest worlds of rejection. Um, You literally try so hard daily and you're literally told no until one person tells you yes. And you're just like, thank God. 
And as Camille just mentioned, you know, suicidal thoughts. Like, I know, like, you've been working so hard to be where you want to be in this career. And, you know, it literally can get you so low, you know, because it's like, we got to work and make money. As artists, it's hard. You know, Camille also, yeah. she had a company called Girls in the Go, where it was pretty much mm-hmm. nannies to a lot of wives in Atlanta. And again, mm-hmm. God spoke to her and said, hey, it's time to sell it. So she sold it. Yeah. You know? And, you mm-hmm. know, she was, you you and I are very similar. It's actually sick sometimes. Um, <laughs> but you just listen to Jesus more than I do, because I don't listen to Jesus fast <laughs> enough, <laughs> honestly. Oh, but... You know, we run our own business, we hustle, we're independent, we make our own money. We're mm-hmm. always that friend that, like, we act like everything's okay, but on the inside, we're actually, like, Ooh. either breaking or crying or, like, uh, it's a disaster. But, like, I see yeah. through Camille, and she, see- she sees through me. And mm-hmm. I think when you get super low in this career that we are in, it's so important to have sisters by your side. Because yes. when you were going through suicidal thoughts, I'll never forget, she wouldn't answer the phone. Like, she wasn't yeah. answering the phone. She was being weird. And I'm like, yo, what is wrong with you? Do you remember and that? And I'm thinking I'm playing it. Yeah. Well, I, w- I was thinking that I was, like, like kind of sending tea on, a, like, a, a goose chase a little bit or, like, not letting her sniff what's going on because she had just moved to L.A. So the hour difference was mm-hmm. different. So I would be like, oh, I'm working out because I knew if I talked to her, she would know. Or I'm like, oh, girl, I'm tired or whatever. And so it was hard. I, she she was having some kind of inclination, but I was just trying to like get her off my smell. Like, no, yeah. I'm good. But I like, already know. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. I know, like, I'm not going to let her just go. And like, I'm always going to confront her because I think that's what we need to do more as friends too, right? They always say, check on your strong friends. Um, yeah. You have to do this. And like, you have to make them talk and you have to make them open up because it's hard for some right. of us to open up. And I think for Cece, when she opened up to me, it was a sense of relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am I, during that time I was still, um, you know, I have a, my page is a light behind the lens. Like I have my heart is to encourage because I know what it's like to be discouraged um, and to inspire because I know what it's like to be depressed. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was, you know, still, I was, I was talking to myself, right? Like I was on my social media, just really talking to me and I was breaking y'all. I mean, I had beyond like the career lows. It wasn't just one thing, but my cousin was killed and I was disappointed at God. I was Mm. disappointed because something fell through. And so it was a trickle effect. And yeah, like I never, I used to honestly think like we in the church, we called it like a spirit, like depression's a spirit. And like, that's a double, <laughs> you know, not like it's hormones and it's chemically imbalanced. Like literally it has some, you know, yes, fun, fundamental things, but uh, yeah. So I had had that. And I remember one night by um, one of my cysts, I guess on our, you know, on our overs, we get them every month, ladies, it burst and it was such pain. Talked to two doctor friends. They were like, oh yeah, that's probably what it is, but go and get it checked out to make sure it's not internal bleeding. And my insurance had lapsed and beyond even my insurance lapsing, y'all, I was tired. I remember like fluffing my pillows in my house and laying down and saying, I'm good to go. I just Mm. want peace. I want to go. That's so f***ed up. That's so (laughs) sad. It is like, it it, like, it like me up thinking about it. I shouldn't swear right now, but like, it really drives me crazy. Like you I got know. to that point, but, it's, but you know it's, what? It's, it's what real. Tr- and it happens. Yes, it happened. And I'll tell you, the next morning I woke up, I was slightly disappointed because I wasn't. I was still here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember the next night it happened again because I was like, well, maybe it takes a long time for you to bleed to death. Like I don't know. Um, and I remember it was during Christmas season, and I literally thought, 
shoot. I thought about all my, my tribe, my T, my Sheree, my Shay, like all my girls, Ash, Pop, Sheena, everybody, mm-hmm. my family. And I thought, this is going to live with them forever. If I leave right now, they're going to think, what could I have done? And I was like, I don't want this to be around Christmas season for them. And that was my thinking. And clear as day, God spoke to me. He said, Camille, how you love them and think of them, I want you to love you like that. Mm. And I just started crying because I do love them. I love them more than me. Even Mm. at the point of like trying to leave the earth, I'm thinking about them. That's so crazy. Right? So, um. I don't know how we got there, but yeah, it's real. <laughs> the lows. Yeah. Um, and so sisterhood. And so now I have things set up in place where I have, like, I, I tell T, like, even, even when I don't want to, I'm like, yo, I'm tired. I'm just, I'm today is this, yeah. you know? Um, and I believe like God uses my friends to encourage me. He, and that's why we're not on an island alone. That's right. why we're together. He right. put us here together to help each other. You know, you know, and it's, we've all had these lows where we felt like, leaving or we don't want to be here or we don't belong here i've had those thoughts suicidal thoughts and like we have to talk Mm. about it because if we don't talk about suicide or suicidal thoughts how does one learn how to like stop these thoughts or not commit suicide when you are literally at your lowest lows so many of us deal with this you know but we don't talk about it like who do you go to who do you call do you open up like what do you actually do you know Mm -hmm. for you it was literally putting things in perspective and thinking of your best friends and your mom yeah. and your family. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. With me, I always think of my family. When I'm at my lowest low, like mm-hmm. I think of my family. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that keeps me afloat some days, literally. You know, so it's thank God that you love me and your friends. Because, girl, <laughs> I, do. I couldn't imagine and, my and life I, without you. And honestly, I'll say this, you know, it really was like it's God. And so, like, that's my heart, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I do what I do. It's like, honestly, like... I don't know how I could do this life without my faith, the power that I receive, the peace that surpasses sometimes even my understanding, my darkest days. But like when I look at who God's placed in my life, like I just give him so much of praise and glory. When I look at how doors open, I know it's because of him. I know there's some things that I am not capable of. I'm just not that favored. I'm just not that smart. It's his grace and his favor. It's how he set it up, right? And so even now I have a plan in place. Like I have, there's things that I don't let myself get there. So there's filling up my cup, being accountable, having my sisterhood, talking to tea, but it's working out also, drinking my water. As Sarah Jakes Roberts says, drinking my water, minding my business, but really minding my business, you know, tending to things that make me feel strong, tending to things that make me feel light and feel like life. Right. Um, And having that sisterhood. Yeah. Right. It's solid. It's needed. You know, Mm -hmm. we've been talking about our lowest of the lows, I feel like today, but we've have so many highs and like I cannot wait for like our highest of our highs and our future to just be together and for us to excel. So, you know, everybody listening, Camille's Instagram page is a light behind the lens. And you can go there and be encouraged and just really just be inspired to honestly get out of whatever you're going through and to believe and have faith and to push through. And I think it's so cool that, you know, everything that we just talked about really pushed you to get to this cool ass brand, right? A light behind the lens where you're literally encouraging and pushing, you know, from your lows, your highs, you know, you're booking crazy modeling jobs right now. You're literally booking mm-hmm. acting jobs. Like you're on TV. Uh, you'll mm-hmm. see her on Goldbond commercials all the time. You know, you'll see her all over the place. You'll see her soon on another show. Yeah. I mean, she's just killing it right now, right? So it's like, 
yes, we all go through hella lows, but we also experience great highs. And that's a part of life. Right. Yes. And so a light behind the lens, I I believe that we all have lens in life, whether that is an entrepreneur, um, an influencer, a doctor, an athlete, a mom, a writer, a husband, a dad, a sister. And I think that God has called us all to be a light through that lens. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage everyone to be the light in whatever lens, whatever your platform is, um, because it's needed in such a dark world. Yeah, it is. Wow, that's so mm-hmm. powerful. You always my light, girl. Even when you're not shining, even when, even if your light's off and not shining, you still my light, boo. Girl, I don't know half. That's just your love for me. Yeah, but you still my light. You still, I mean, I'm still waiting for you to move to LA to really like be a light with me, but that's another conversation. Another conversation. Yeah, she was supposed to move here with me, just saying. But you know what's so crazy? (laughs) She stayed for work. So, like, being an actor and a model, like, when you're an artist, like, you have to be where work is calling it right now, right? Like, you yeah. have to be in that moment because, yo, one of these things can blow you your whole career up. So right. I, as a friend, acknowledge that. I know. I said, Cece's not ready yet. Like, Always. she is killing Atlanta right now. Like, it's not her time. And I know when and it's you your time, you'll be here. Say. Yeah, I did. Because I know you weren't ready you to did. leave. Too many great things are happening for you right now. And how selfish of that would be for me to be like, bruh, move to LA so we can go out and find our husbands. Because that's really what <laughs> yeah. we'd be doing. I know. Amen. But you know what? See, that speaks <laughs> to you, though. Not only did you, like, as a friend, like, you, like, okay, encourage me to, like, okay, pray about it, CC, and say. But then you also, like, you put action behind that. There's one thing where a person encourages you. And there's another thing, like, when a person's person puts their money or their time behind you. And, like, you did that for me mm-hmm. to help me stay. I and so, you, like, that's just who you are. That's why you so this. dope. That's why I need a God version Mr. T. <laughs> I need a big Mr. T. I'm going to find me in a man. Me like that. He just got to be tall. He got to be tall because I'm not that tall. Yeah, he got to be definitely taller than you. Definitely taller than you. <laughs> Watch him out. And you know, I mean, but I want him to treat me in love and look at me like you do. Support me like you do. Make me laugh like you do. Buy me gifts, clothes, and shoes. Like, T is my... Oh, y'all heard that. Y'all heard that. She's single. A light behind the uh, lens is ready to mingle. Okay? Yes, baby. <laughs> I put your applications in with Jesus and then contact me on Instagram. Slide me DM. If God passes you through, you will get a request response. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> She's not joking. I'm not. Oh my God, Cece, I love you so much. I love you so much. I'm Why so did you grateful. leave me? Look, I had to come over here and make things happen so we could live by coastal and have our house on the beach and our house and on the lake at Lake Burton. Okay, be so that, that's what we're doing. So you stay over there. <laughs> I'm gonna do my thing over here, and then we'll be together. You know when you're ready. Girl, you about to get booked on the show down here too. So I, oh, yeah, I'm about right. to see her real quick. You're right, you're right. I'm coming back. I always be in Atlanta. I love Atlanta now. I love Atlanta now because of my people, because of you, really, to be honest. Aww. But, well, you should have stayed an extra day. She just left me, y'all. Whatever. Whatever. So I just want to say thank you, Cece, for literally opening up to the world and really showing your truths and sharing your scars and sharing what makes your light shine so bright now. Like, it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of, you know, evolution to be able to do that. So I'm proud of you. I know, like you said, we touched up on it. Therapy has helped you a lot. Yo, we are big advocates for therapy. Yep. Camille would say that. Like, we low-key be missing our mm-hmm. therapists on the regular. Uh, I be oh seeing mine weekly. Yes. CC too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, go see a therapist. Thank you. Go see a therapist. It'll change your life. You're welcome. 
get a best friend that has you no matter what. If you guys fall out, yes. make up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. figure it out. Like, having your sister by you, there's nothing like it. Because I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for you, Camille Robinson. And I definitely don't know where I would be if it wasn't for you, Letitia Lee Rose. I love you. I love I you. I love you more. Girl, we got this forever, ever. You know that, right? Wait, let me, look, look, look. Let me close out. Okay, and close guys, out. guys, tune in next week. Wait, do you want to say anything before I close <laughs> nope, out? No, you close it up. Close it out, bestie. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Girl, We Got This with your host, Letitia Lee. She's going to always bring the real, bring her heart, and bring a little empowerment. Tune in next week for another hot topic with another great girl. Sister, we got this. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Bye, CC. <laughs> Bye. Hey, sis. Thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe.